Hey, hey, and welcome to the Tara Malil Show. Here is where we have incredible interviews and conversations with powerful, ambitious, and highly successful women. We hear about the start of their journey, how they got to where they are now, what were some of their biggest successes and most epic failures. And they also help share their expertise and tips for you to practically implement to help you along your entrepreneurial journey as well. Don't forget, we are here for you. So if you have questions that you want answered, please write in to tara at taramalel.com and we will make sure we get the best experts to answer those questions for you. We do that every Friday. Now, stay tuned. We have epic stories coming up. All right. Hi and welcome everyone to Business Mastery Podcast. I am so excited for this episode. I am honored to have the incredible Haley Lynn Gray, founder of, oh my goodness, let me, let me get in all the different businesses she has right now, Leadership Girl, the Women's Entrepreneur Network and Fiercely Marketing. Haley really comes across with this radical notion that women can harness their unique power and skills to become highly effective leaders. She is the best-selling author of Leadership Girl and has graduated with an MBA focusing on entrepreneurship and innovation. She has so much experience with starting up successful small businesses, growing them and selling them. Haley has worked with hundreds of small business owners since Leadership Girl and all of her businesses were founded. And she has a passion for helping owners find their way to grow their business, acquire visibility and transform into the go-to expert in their industry, all while saving them significant amounts of money. Haley, as I mentioned before, is the founder of the Women's Entrepreneur Network Group. And I just went on about five minutes ago, Haley, and I checked. It is 69,000 members as of this recording. And I'm sure by the time it comes out, that that number is going to be redundant very soon, I'm sure. <laughs> it just keeps growing and growing. Haley is amazing. She's going to share all of her insights, tips, and just some of the struggles and lessons that she's learned along the way. So sit back, relax, make sure you have some wine and listen in. Hey, Haley, thank you so much for joining me. Hey there, how are you? I am good. I am good. I really want to take this time to point out that where Haley is, we are on opposite sides of the world. I'm in Australia, Haley's in the US, and it is 2 a.m her time and I just think you're amazing you're amazing well, for just you. even showing up <laughs> you do what you gotta do right that's it that's it and I think that's really important I love to um point these things out to people to say that it's not always glamorous in fact I don't know about you Haley, but I feel like most of my time in business is not glamorous at all not at <laughs> Very all minimal is glamorous and these are some of the things that we just kind of you know you, you just got to do it's part of marketing your business it's part of building your network and and that's kind of just what you do and I think you are a real embodiment of that as well you know you don't just tell people you you're doing it and you're living it. So can we just quickly, I mentioned now, I, I mentioned those three businesses. Are there any more? Did I include everything? 
Those are the current ones, yes. Yes, love it, love it. Current ones, because we're not ever putting anything off the table. There, there's potentially going to be more, right? <laughs> there are potentially other opportunities, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So can you give people just like a really quick summary of uh, these three businesses? Because while they are three different businesses, they're also intertwined and grown kind of out of the other. So yeah, if you could explain to people um, a little bit more about those. Absolutely. So I started Leadership Girl first, and that was business consulting and leadership consulting. And it has really become my blog, my leadershipgirl.com blog. Um, and it is kind of the parent organization of everything. Mm -hmm. um, Women's Entrepreneur Network was started as a Facebook group with this idea of, oh, okay, I'll start a Facebook group. I'll grow it, I'll generate some clients, and it'll be great. And it has grown into its own thing and morphed. And really in the last year, it has taken on this life of its own. Not even so much because it's grown so spectacularly in the last year, although it has grown by almost 10,000 members. It's really more about the energy shift and making it something more than, hey, I'm just generating a few leads for my digital marketing agency. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's become its own thing and it's really a lot of fun. And then Fiercely Marketing is my digital marketing agency where we're working with small business owners, attorneys, nonprofits on social media, websites, funnels, ads, all of that digital marketing, black arts stuff. Mm, mm. So like a done for you kind of um, package. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, right. So one is sort of the coaching and the consulting around leadership. Another one is a done for you um, marketing, here you go, playbook. And then the other one is the networking, the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Awesome. But you can see how much they just tie into each other. And I love that you, you're talking about it in a way that it has just kind of grown and, and morphed because I think people kind of forget. And that's where, I mean, with business mastery, I want to take people back to, well, then how did you start that? You know, it's great to see when people are successful and the tips that they have now, but it's like you come with all of this knowledge with a whole bunch of lessons learned, big face plants and failures as well from learning. And, and yeah. And, and I think for a, a lot of successful people, when they get to where they're at, I mean, the honest truth is you go, it just, it, one just grew out of the next, you know, there was no necessarily big conscious plan to go, Oh, this is exactly where I'm going to be. This is exactly what I'm going to do. It just kind of morphs. So look, if we can go back, let's go back and start with leadership girl. Cause that was the first one that kicked all of this off. Where were you at at that time? And why did you start leadership girl? I started it back when I was still in my last corporate job. And I was at Duke getting my MBA. So I had a lot of people who came to me while I was still at school and said, hey, I see that you're getting this fancy new MBA. Can you help me with this business problem I'm having? Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was, okay, well, here's the numbers. 
but what do you really think? What are you really trying to achieve? Why are you trying to achieve that? And there were some really surprising answers that came out of the questioning. So I think people were surprised that for me, it's not just about looking at the numbers, but also understanding who the business owners are before recommending and helping people arrive at answers that fit them better rather than saying, yeah, of course you really do want to go buy that property and expand and you're going to have to double the size of your business and all of these things. And we actually talked more instead about, oh, well, you've got these issues with hiring people and scaling. And what if you actually downscaled your business and kept it as just you as opposed to this whole scaling thing. Mm. And once we did the math, um, realized that, you know, at least in a couple of cases, it made absolutely no sense to scale, that they were actually making less money working three times as much because of Mm -hmm. labor costs and overhead and all of the things that that growth had caused. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I think it's important, like you said, you it's a balance, right? You do need to come from that numbers side. And it just from my experience from connecting with other, you know, business coaches, they really are so heavily focused on on the numbers and, and, and doing all the profit and loss, which yes, I agree is so important. And I think a lot of uh, business owners, I mean, have no clue. I put my hand up as one of them. I had no clue in my first business about numbers and and any of that other stuff. No clue. That wasn't really my jam. But then there's the other side of, like you said, it just, you got to look at the individual who's running this as well. If it just doesn't make sense. So I think this whole um, package of success and you've got to scale and it's got to be in this way, it really just doesn't make sense for almost the large majority as well. Right. And, and then if you try and force them down this path of like, oh, here's how you're going to make more money and this is the strategy, but they're not really feeling it. I think you're just setting yourselves up for failure anyway. It just won't work. Mm. Well, and you have to look at, do you have the skills yourself? Mm. Is the labor pool available for you to scale? Mm. I mean, there's a lot of really much more complex issues at play and really understanding the individual business to be mm-hmm. able to say, hey, I think you might do better if you consider this totally different alternative. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that we as a business owner, I really don't think we can do it ourselves. You know, you're so heavily invested in your business. It's really hard to see alternatives. So I think for the most part, a, you know, a really good business coach or consultant is really that someone who can get in your head, see it from your eyes, and then help you shift your perspective to, to look at it from a different angle and a different angle, just so you as the business owner can see all the different options. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's massive. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, I have the same challenges in my own business. I don't think mm-hmm. that I'm omniscient, um, mm-hmm. all knowing about everything that can affect my business. And that's why I hire professionals that I work with 
for much the same reason, because they can help me see things that maybe I can't see for myself because mm -hmm. you can't really see that spot in the middle of your back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so when you, so you're starting this, this is while you're studying people coming up to you and asking, Hey, can I find out about this? And so then how did it grow from there? How did that mold into what was it? The women's network next or fiercely marketing? What came next? It was women's entrepreneur network came next. Mm -hmm. And that was actually very interesting because the timing was not linear. I started, um, I was in my corporate job mm. and my concentration in entrepreneurship and innovation at while I was getting my MBA. And part of that was putting together the business plan for the business that became a home care agency, a, a senior care, non-medical private duty um, home care agency. And we started that from the ground up and ran it for three years while I was doing the business consulting kind of on the side. Yeah. Um, never with that intention of doing it as a primary business. Um, and I started Women's Entrepreneur Network partially as a, hey, let's start this as an amazing environment for women, but also to generate more leads for my consulting business. Mm -hmm. And I ended up having to sell my home care agency and um, the franchise that I owned for Care Patrol, which was senior placement, about three years into that endeavor because my daughter had a traumatic brain injury after a fall from a horse, needed 24 seven supervision, all of the kind of crazy thing that happened in my life. So I simplified a ton of things in my life. And you know, frankly, I had to because we had massive medical bills. We had a kid who had to be supervised all the time you know, we just had to cut back and, you know, that, that was what happened. So, mm. um, digging out of that experience, I kept growing leadership girl and growing women's entrepreneur network. And, um, I eventually realized that the digital marketing portion was very separate from the coaching. It's very separate from women's entrepreneur network. And, um, a lot of my clients are men. Interesting. Yeah. It's okay. very interesting. Almost half of my clients are men. So I was like, well, let's name and brand the business in a way that represents the clientele and that will work better for the, for the audience. So that's where fiercely marketing came from. And it, thank you, thank you so much for sharing that because I I knew some of your your background and your history, but I think it's really important that we share with people that again, life is messy and we all have, regardless of what um, sometimes we look like on the outside or we present mm -hmm. on social media. And I know right. Haley, for you, you are always very authentic and really genuine. But it, even so, it can still seem like, oh wow, Haley's running this this big group and she, you know, and she's right. digital marketing and it looks so and she's doing all of this stuff. But it, it's also a nice reminder to go, oh no way, like ev you know, everyone's doing that balancing act. And I've shared with people about my burnout story and and the same thing. It gets to a point where you go, no, I just physically my body cannot cope anymore. So I have to make this decision that's the best for mm -hmm. me, for my family in this time, you know, because if I can't 
sustain myself, then nothing mm -hmm. is getting looked after or taken care of. And I know that previously, it wasn't even that long ago, you did a talk about self-care in, mm -hmm. um, in the big women's group as well, which I thought was fantastic and really important. I, I think we can't hear it enough. So mm -hmm. let's go in, let's go into and tell us more about the Women's Entrepreneur Network how you've grown that, the challenges around that. Um, and then I'd love to finish on some, some little self-care and some other little tips that you have for us. Sure. Women's Entrepreneur Network is my Facebook group. Yeah. Um, but it's also become, you know, an online brand, an online community. We have our website. We have business listings. We, we are offering like a more, I, I guess a more of an experience out of the whole thing. And that's part of the morphing that's happened in the last year or so. And um, it, it's really, it was always intended to be, you know, a, an amazing environment for entrepreneurs. And I would say in the last year, we've definitely achieved a lot more of that, which has been really, really cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing here right now. I just want to point out everyone who got yes, I have a cat who's got her claws stuck in my chest. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, it, it's become a whole edutainment experience, and it's a lot of fun and exciting. And we're doing events, and we're doing a lot more of the things around the group that are more than just the group. So it's, it's just a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, and to me, it's really cool to be able to do that because we're able to provide resources and tools for so many business owners at a huge variety of different price points, not just us, but also other, mm. you know, people in the group. And, you know, whether it is attending one of our events for free or for a dollar or, you know, $47, you know, there's just a point there for almost everybody, which is kind of cool. Yeah. You yeah. just have to shine, sign up and show up. Yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've said to people as well, I, I still consider myself fairly new in the group, but I really enjoy popping in there and either contributing or commenting or just seeing what's going on. And I, you know, I always find that sort of strange that I, that's kind of my first go-to. That's my first check-in because I'm really not a fan of social media, just anyway, <laughs> I find it very laborious. Mm -hmm. um, but I, but I really enjoy being your group. I really enjoy it. So can you talk to us a little bit about that, that kind of culture change and, what do you think, was that a conscious thing or have you just noticed that sort of happened and, and how did you make that shift? It's been entirely intentional in the last two years. Yeah. Um, I just got we've got it. cats and it, we've got tails and faces and, and butts in cameras. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, teeth in my arm. Larcy. <laughs> this is real, right? And, um, you know, it was very much an intentional um, step to really focus on starting to brand the group, really focusing on increasing, stepping up the level of the content, the level of the engagement in the group, 
And it's been an entire process, you know, from everything from changing the branding on all of our posts to Mm -hmm. getting people to do lives in the group and starting that whole program, just really focusing on making it an experience. And um, it's been interesting and a challenge for sure. Um, because we get so many people who see the size of the group and you essentially become a target because people just want to post their stuff in the group. They just want to promote Mm -hmm. and you're not supporting small business. If you're not letting me promote my stuff all over the place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Spammy Pammy coming Uh in and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the scammers and then the junk. And I know you, you've got some help behind the scenes. I think some people, if People who have groups and are are listening to this will know that it's hard. I think almost regardless of how big or how small your group is, there's challenges at every size and it's hard. And you're right. Engagement is a big one. Setting the culture is another and uh, catching people before they start infecting and spamming your your group as well. So I know you've got a small team behind the scenes of sort of volunteer helpers um, and some of your own, you know, paid employees as well, like managing and controlling and watching this group. And I know you're heavily active in it as well. And it's almost almost a full-time gig, you know, to to run these groups and yeah, to really monitor it. So I mean, and like I said, and the way you do it is so excellent. Can you tell me a little bit about, I saw you posted that you are now a certified group manager or something on Facebook, certified by Facebook. What was that? Facebook certified community manager. Yes. It was, a, it is a certification process that's brand new out by Facebook. Mm. Um, basically saying that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to growing a community. And I was amazed. I passed the exam on the first try. So yes, there was a whole study guide, um, class certification process and understanding, you know, this is how Facebook prefers and recommends that you interact with your groups Mm. and that you manage your groups and your pages. It's not just groups, but it's Facebook pages, Instagram pages, and Facebook groups as well. And building communities around, you know, those and some of the strategy behind it. And, you know, given the situation, how would you handle it kind of a deal? So there was a lot of questions. It was a pretty tough exam. And I would say most people did not pass it on the first try. Oh, amazing. And I saw there's only like 50 of you currently, Mm -hmm. currently. Currently. Um, Okay. So what are some... You know, you, you've been through this really long journey. And as you said, the one business has kind of evolved and molded out of another. And as opportunities present themselves, you sort of take that. I think that's really important. And I know that when we are really stressed, when we are feeling like there's there's this lack and, and we're doing this kind of hard hustle, I do mm-hmm. know that it really limits our our potential and it limits our ability to see these different opportunities as well. So what have you done, particularly during, you know, those challenging times um, when you had to close down one business, but you're still trying to run others and you're trying to look after family and your daughter, what did you start to learn or what sort of habits and strategies did you start to develop in order to, to keep yourself sane and, and keep looking after yourself? 
So for me, it became extremely important that I look after my own health. So mm -hmm. that meant scheduling time to go to the gym. It meant changing entirely how I approach food. Mm -hmm. um, it meant changing my entire family's relationship with food. Um, I have four kids and they range from the ages of 22 to 13. Um, and I've lost 175 pounds in the last two years. So it's, it's a journey and a half in changing the whole way that we approach mealtimes and how food is being served and what's being served and all of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, really focusing on a, a very specific schedule. I schedule time to sleep. Yes, mm -hmm. it's 2 a.m. right now. However, I do have my calendar blocked tomorrow so that I do get enough sleep tonight. Mm. And um, I schedule time on my calendar to eat. I schedule time on my calendar to go to the gym. These things are super important. Yeah. Because if, if you don't take care of yourself, nobody is going to. Hey, hey, beautiful listeners. Now, some of you may not know, but we have a free community called Business Mastery Community over on Facebook. It's where we get to continue these conversations, connect with guests and other entrepreneurs to share our expertise, find some cool tips, and there's some awesome collaborations happening over in the community. So if you are not already a member, jump on over and connect with us there. That's Business Mastery Community over on Facebook. I'll see you in the group. Yes, boundaries, and, and you put them around your time by scheduling and, and around yourself and your needs, but actually standing up for and defending those boundaries. Like you said, even if you're not going to be liked, popular, um, you know, not everyone's going to smile and congratulate you on making that stand, but it's, it's still really important, but very challenging. So yeah, that's incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it's been quite the journey, but those boundaries, once I really, really established them, were life changing and life-saving interesting interesting yeah and when did this all happen when did you start to kind of put those pieces together and really identify and clarify those boundaries and go no enough is enough this is where i put my foot down kind of thing i think it it started really about two years ago so right when i started my weight loss journey but also it was when my daughter was at our state psychiatric hospital last time. Absolutely. I, I realized I had to put myself first because nobody else was going to, you know, yeah. not my husband, not anybody else. And I had to make myself a priority. And I'm not talking about, you know, expensive trips to the spa or lots of massages or... <laughs> you know, everything. There were times where I had to get really creative. I mean, mm -hmm. finances were very, very tight. So I would get my hair cut at the um, local 
beauty shop school or mm, yeah. a lot of things just to get really, really creative. Um, and it's amazing how far you can stretch things when you really get determined and mm. can find ways to make things happen that are maybe not quite so obvious. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Using your creative spark there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, do you have just what or what would be your top tip for someone who's up and coming in business who is thinking about starting a group or a community? I think that the best piece of advice I can give you is to really focus on foundations first. So, you know, what is the purpose of the community? Why are you doing this? Who are you trying to get in there? And then that first hundred people into the community is the most important. So really focus on getting the right hundred people in at first, not just inviting whoever, wherever, because that gets really tough. Mm. Mm. You know, if you're just randomly adding people to your group, that's not going to do it for you. Getting the right people in there will make a whole huge world of difference. Thank you, Haley. Thank you so much. I'm really aware of the time. I am so appreciative that you're hanging out with me so early in the morning. It has been brilliant. Thank you so much. Where can people find you to connect with you and maybe ask some more questions if they want to reach out? Sure. The main website that I use is fiercelymarketing.com. And there is actually a link on the website that's pretty clear that says free consultation. And they can just click that and schedule time on my calendar. Fantastic. And I'll put that link to that and the Women's Entrepreneur Network in the show notes. So make sure you reach out to Haley and check out some of her brilliant work. Thank you so much for your time. Hey team, thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and you rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Every little bit helps. I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with you. Love some feedback and we'll see you next time.